Hey guys, welcome to Ambitious as a Mother, the podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Thompson, and I have no idea how you found your way here, but I am super excited, thrilled even, to have you. Now, in a world that tells us, especially women, that we can't have it all, I am here to encourage and empower you to ambitiously pursue all that God has in store for you. Each week, we will discuss topics unique to womanhood, motherhood, and purpose. Again, I'm super excited to have you. Now, let's get into the show. Hey guys, how is everyone? I am back. It's Desiree and I am just glad to be here. I've missed you guys so much. Um, I just wanted to come on here and say that I missed y'all and that I've got some new content coming. Um, I don't know. Those that are close to me know this, but you guys may not know. Me and my husband recently bought a house. So we've been in the middle of the closing process and then now in the moving process and both can be extremely stressful. So um, I don't know if you guys have ever bought a house, but the closing process is full of weeks and weeks and weeks of hurry up and give us this documentation and then wait on us to let you know if you're approved or not. So um, it's been kind of stressful because we give them everything that we are supposed to and then we don't know, do you like it? Do you not like it? Are we approved? Are we not approved? So we finally got approved and we were, we've moved into the house or we are currently moving into the house and then moving brings about its own stresses. Nevertheless, I am so grateful. Um, this is our first house that we've bought together and separate. This is just our first house and to be able to do that for our family, for our son, it has just been such a great experience and brought such great joy to my heart. I think the part that most excites me about this house is just having a backyard a fenced-in backyard for my baby to go out there and play and run and for me to sit out there. it's It actually is on a hill, which has a few issues just for like if you want to put a swing set on it. But if you go to the top of the hill in the backyard, you can see, you know, it gives you quite the view. You can see like far over the city and everything like that. And so it's really tranquil and peaceful back there. And I'd have to say that's probably my favorite part of the whole house. Um, We also have a sunroom that has turned into a playroom. So, you know, that is what it is when you have kids. It's like, what space can be adult space? Not much because they're going to take their toys everywhere. (laughs) So um, our son has definitely done that. He's adjusted really well well and transitioned into this new space during this transition we have moved him from co-sleeping so he normally was sleeping with me and my husband um, in our bed and um, that is what it is I I will reject any judgment so if you have it you can try to give it but I reject it Um, he's been sleeping with us and he's a good cuddler so it's been fine but just um, it's time for him to sleep in his own bed and so as we transitioned into this new space we have also been transitioning him into his own room and his own bed and um, he's doing okay um, but we are exhausted because we take turns you know just being in there with him or you know just being outside the door so he can get to us if he needs us and so that can be exhausting but it's been a necessary transition um 
that's a lot that's going on in my world. So I hope everything that's going on in your world is is good and prosperous and great. I know that there has been a certain amount of stress going um, within parenting and motherhood uh, regarding kids and what to do with them in the fall and to do virtual learning or send them back to school or some form of some hybrid learning. Um, And so I just want to encourage you all um, to trust yourselves, trust your gut, to not to refuse judgment, just like I did reject any judgment that comes your way, because people are opinionated and you know what's best for you and your family and your child. And um, don't allow people to to condemn you for the decisions that are necessary for your household. I think that in the time that we're living in, we are really trying to do our best to survive and thrive and make the the most out of what's going on. And so anything that you have to do in order to do that, don't accept anybody's criticism or judgment regarding that. I know for myself personally, my son isn't um, school age. So he's not like kindergarten to 12th or anything. He's three. So his preschool is still open, which is a blessing. And they closed for a month. And it was like the greatest and also hardest month of my life because he was home with me all day. And so I was not motivated to do work. I would much rather be playing with him or um, there would be times where I got busy with work. And so I kind of felt like I would have to ignore him or not necessarily ignore him, but distract him with something else so that I can get my work done. And so um, I'm grateful that they open back up and he goes every day. And just recently, I kind of battled this guilt because it's like he's there with them all day while I'm at work. And when he gets home, I'm usually pretty tired from work. And so, you know, I still play with him. I still engage with him, but just not feeling like I do enough and thinking like, well, maybe if he stayed home with me, we'd at least get more time together. But I know that, you know, he does need to go to school because going to his preschool has helped him to develop. It's helped him to grow. It's helped him to gain social skills that being here with me, um, he's not going to necessarily get that. I'm not the most equipped um, regarding speech therapy and occupational therapy. And he's in both of those at his preschool. And so it's just, I know my strengths and I know nurturing and loving on him and engaging with him and playing with him are great strengths of mine, but just providing that structure for that he gets in school, that's not really a huge structure um, or a huge strength of mine. And so I know that he goes to school and he gets that and it's really helped him. So I'm not going to, I try not to feel guilty for needing to send him to school. And if you feel like, you know, in this fall, if you have to work or whatever the case may be, you need to send your kids to school, be careful, be safe. Um, I wish you could send them to school with much more confidence, but if that's something that you need to do, definitely don't allow people to judge you for that decision. You know what you can provide for them at home. Um, And if you know that their growth and development is going to serve them better by being in a structured environment and being in school and, you know, having assignments and they can grow socially and all of those things, then that's great. Also, if you 
are in a place where you can keep your kids home and you can um, provide structure in a virtual environment and those things, that's absolutely great. Do not let anyone shame you for that decision either. You know, like, oh, you're keeping your kids at home. They're not going to be able to function socially. It's like, well, they would be social distancing anyway. So, you know, it's still going to be different. So if that's your decision, if that works for your family, if that works for your peace of mind, baby, do it. Do whatever is best for your family. Um, Because like I said, we are all just trying to make it to the next day and trying to trying to do more than survive we're trying to thrive even though you know life has given us a few lemons we're trying to make the best flavored lemonade um that we can out of it so with all of that said i hope that you guys are in a place of peace and happiness and joy and prosperity um as this very unconventional summer comes to an end i hope that you still were able to make beautiful memories with your family um because we definitely did you know this was a huge milestone purchasing our first home and all of that and we've been um decorating it and you know getting um my son his bedroom decor and stuff like that together and we've just been like I said, trying to make the best memories that we that we can. So with all of that said, we're going to move into this week's topic. So this week, I want to talk a little bit about trust or um, the lack thereof, trust issues, um, struggling in the area of trust, because I think that having a foundation of trust in any relationship is going to be fundamental and I think that in this time with the um with the social climate in regards to you know the racial tension and um all of those things that have been going on even with the pandemic you guys it has been testing our trust just for other people. You know, it's like, well, I want to go around my friend, but I don't know if I trust that she's been following the guidelines and staying safe. So do I want to go and expose myself to her, not knowing if I can trust that she's been taking care of herself in the same way that, you know, I would want her to, or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's like not having trust in that area or, you know, just not having trust for people maybe because, um, of the historical connotations um, in regards to race and things like that, or even the current climate of race, you know, of what's going on, not knowing if a person's motives are true or genuine, not knowing if they are doing the things that they do with you, for you, being an ally for you, or, you know, those sort of things, if they're doing that from the genuine place in their heart or from a place of guilt or from a place of just wanting you to feel to feel comfortable so just doing what they feel like they have to do um a lot of companies have sent emails like hey i just want y'all to know that black lives matter okay and it's like do you really think that i mean do you have any black people that are in the executive suite no do you have any black people in leadership no so do you really feel like black lives matter can we trust that you are just you actually feel that way or you know Are you just saying that so you can keep our business and keep our coins? You know, so I think that trust and that foundation of trust has definitely been shaken um, in this current environment and climate. And I know for me personally, just to share a personal story, I have been struggling in the area of trust and not necessarily in my most intimate relationships, like with my family, but just in 
overall in general I feel like my trust was shaken I tend to be a person who is blindly trusting anyway I give people the benefit of the doubt I choose to believe the best about people and their motives and their intentions and so when things happen to shake that it normally does really shake me at my core because that is the way that I operate and so to not be able to operate like that kind of puts me in a bad place and so I have seen this happen throughout my life, even in romantic relationships before my husband. I know um, my my close friends that are listening will probably laugh, but I was in this relationship in college um, with this guy and there were just so many red flags that there was infidelity, just like a lot of secrecy, a lot of, um, you know, having this female best friend and that's not to say that you can't have one but you got this female best friend and you spend more time with her than you do with me and anytime we're into it you spend a night at her house and just all of these red flags right and I'm like no I trust him he's great he's telling me that these things are just you know happening but no until like literally the girl has to be like hey I want you to know that this is actually happening right and so I was shaking I'm like what I've been blindly trusting this person with all my heart mind and soul and then you know to realize that I've been being lied to this whole time um shook me at my core and so I'm really grateful for my husband now because I completely trust him and he makes sure to be like hey your trust is in the right place and I'm like god bless you thank you very much and so um with this I say current situation, but it's really been happening for months. But with this racial situation that's been happening in our environment, you know, I tend to, even with people of a, a different race, I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't just assume that because you're white, you're racist or, you know, have prejudiced thoughts against me or anything like that. I'm like, yeah, you know, all y'all good in my book until, you know, I have hardcore evidence. Right. And so um, when all of this happened and took place and I was able to be have my almost my eyes peeled open to the racial injustices that are like systemically in our society and just how many people actually I'm like surely it's 2020 like surely people that are racist are the minority surely right and so to be made aware of like how many people actually still not only like have these um, racist or prejudiced ideas, but then like they are protective and defensive of them. Like these ideas are right. And so, you know, just to be made aware of all of that really shook me at my core. And for a while, I struggled with the distrust of people just because it was like, you know, I gave all of y'all the benefit of the doubt. And like, was I right to do that? You know? Um, am I the problem for just giving people the benefit of the doubt for no reason? And so I, um, remember when all of this happened, I have this, uh, friend of mine that I used to work with, um, who's Caucasian and I, um, absolutely adore her. Um, and so when all of this happened, she didn't text me right away. She didn't like hit me up or anything. Um, and so I was thinking like, please don't please don't me tell me you're one of them like I'm just like my heart's been crushed like please tell me that like your love for for people of color and black people please tell me that was real right um because even at work we would have lots of conversations just about um like minorities and you know the way the world is set up and all of these things and so I'm like please tell me all of that was real and that this wasn't fake and so uh later on she did 
text me and just to say like, hey, are you okay? And how are things? And, you know, we've had conversations since then. And it was like, whew, goodness, because it's like, who do you trust? Where do you, who can you actually trust? Um, And to be in that place, especially for a person like me who wants to trust everyone, um, really can be a dark place because it's like, I don't know how to operate from this place of, you know, just looking at people with the side eye or like making sure that they're honest, you know, (laughs) that's difficult for me. That's just not how I'm made up. Um, and so I said all that to say that trust has been a bit of a struggle for me here lately. And I'm finally getting to a place where I'm able to confront that. And I have to be honest, this weekend, I was listening to Desperate for Jesus, uh, the conference at Tony Evans Church. Um, It's a women's conference. And Tony Evans was actually speaking. And he mentioned like once when his wife passed away, they were asking, how are you able to deal with that? And he said, I asked God questions, but I didn't, I never questioned God. Right. And it, that's a place of trust when you can say, I, I trust you enough to ask you questions, but I also trust you so much that I'm not going to question you and your character and your motives and who you are. And, um, that was, that really moved me because I realized that not only was I struggling with trusting people, but I had gotten to a place where I was really struggling and had a distrust for God. And, And I was not allowing myself to ask him questions. I had immediately jumped to questioning him, questioning his motives. Why would you create this world like this? Like, how are these people having such hatred in their hearts? The biggest question, biggest distrust that I was having was why are you, how come people can use your word in order to defend these injustices and these thoughts and this hatred? You know, I know it's a perverted view of your word, but like, why is this stuff even in there for them to use and manipulate? Like, you're God, you know that people are going to take these words and skew them and mess them up. So just erase them. (laughs) You know, I was just having this um, real huge battle on the inside of me and having this distrust for for God like I was questioning him I was not asking him questions I was literally like if you're good you claim to be good why you know are you good you know do you really um have our best interest in heart do you think this is funny that this type of stuff is going on against your people like what's up you know so I really struggle with that and I feel like if you are in an area where you are really struggling with trusting God, you're innately going to have a distrust for people. If you can't trust your creator, how are you going to trust anything that he created? You know, and so I really had to address the fact that I was questioning God and his character and his motives. And then I had to adjust and figure out, well, why are you questioning him in that way and I thought well it's because I don't allow myself to ask him questions um I grew up in a a traditional church a very traditional church where it was like you know he got now (laughs) like not too much you know your parents would tell you like because I said so because I'm the mama because I'm the daddy you know that sort of thing so it's like because he's God and it's like okay well that's a lot um and not enough at the same time so what do I do with that and so I grew up kind of with that fear of like you know whatever he say I ain't gonna ask him no questions whatever and so once I liberated myself to 
actually ask him questions, I realized that he's faithful enough to answer them, to care enough about answering those questions for me to where I don't have to question his motives. I can just literally say like, Lord, you know, I'm having this question about, um, you know, whatever this the case may be. And he's able to speak to me through the Holy Spirit or to show me in his word where he has talked about this very thing. Um, and so I think that if we allow ourselves to ask him questions, that we will free ourselves from having to question his character. And it's the same way for people that you're in relationship with rather than assume the worst about someone especially if you are connected to them and you um value the relationship with them now if you don't value the relationship like um hobby lobby right now i did kind of value that relationship and then they then came out with white lives matter and i'm like now nah, i can't shop there no more um i'm trying to think of some pe- taco bell Okay, here we go. So Taco Bell came out as like um, financially supporting the Trump campaign or whatever. And it's like, oh, man, I ain't gonna eat there no more because I don't want my dollars to go to that, you know, sort of thing. And so that I don't care really because Taco Bell already not don't sit with it don't sit with my stomach well anyway so it's like that was easy for me to cut that relationship I don't need to ask you no questions I don't need to say well, let me see if they also are contributing to the democratic campaign maybe they contribute to both and then I can justify you know maybe my particular dollar is going no I don't care I, y'all said the wrong thing so no but you know if there are relationships that you value like the friend that I just talked about from work who I feel like uh, we had a relationship and a close connection if I was in a moment of distrusting her genuineness I should have reached out and said like hey these things are going on Um, I know that we've spoken about this at length at work and you know all of these things and I was just wanting to see where you stand on this or what you think about these issues or you know that sort of thing ask questions and then I don't have to assume like ah she ain't said nothing on social media she ain't no ally she ain't text me she ain't no ally she fake you know I don't have to assume those things I can simply ask a question like hey what do you think about what's going on right now get an answer and then make a judgment based off that answer especially if I value that relationship and value that friendship and so I know that you guys are maybe struggling with the same thing or maybe you're not and I might just be rambling but if you are (laughs) struggling with the same thing that's the advice that I would give you like liberate yourself to ask questions the only thing you can get in return is an answer that you don't like and it's better to have that direct answer that you don't like rather than making moves and judgments based off of assumptions and so ask questions um, be open to hear people's thoughts give people enough room to share their thoughts and their opinions and um even if they don't word it correctly try to hear people's hearts and hear their experiences and see where they're coming from and that might help you in the area of distrust um so that you don't have to walk around with this shadow or this burden of always looking out of the side of your eye and not being able to trust anyone because that's not comfortable. You know, that's that is very that can be very draining emotionally. And so I want to free you guys from having to do that. And so I'm going to end with a scripture reference. Um, and I don't even I literally just got on here and start talking. So I don't have it pulled up or anything. But um 
the Bible says something about trusting in the Lord with all of your heart and not leaning into your own understanding. And so I would say that based upon that, there are times where you can't even trust yourself. So it's going to be times where you're dif- where there's difficulty trusting other people. But the foundation of that should be leaning on God, trusting in God, um, trusting his character, trusting his promises for you, trusting his motives, trusting that, you know, what he has designed for you is good and not bad. Trusting that he cares about you. He cares about the hairs on your head. He cares about your anxieties and your thoughts and your worries. He cares about all of the things that you care about. If you can trust in the Lord, that's going to be your first exercise of trust. If you can't even fully trust in him, then that's where you need to focus first. Focus on trusting in him and then he will be able, even more than you tr- trust in yourself, let me put that caveat, focus on trusting in him even more than you trust in yourself because yourself might be like, girl, no, uh-uh, the way they looked at that other person, nope, and then God might be like, no, no, that's a that's a person that you need to be in relationship with. And it's like, God, did you see how they looked at the other person? I'm not going to be in relationship. And God might say, no, you need to be in relationship with that person. You're going to be able to gain some perspective from them and they're going to be able to gain something from you. And so you have to trust in him more than you trust in yourself. Um, and then also trust in him so much to where you don't really have to worry about the other people that you're connected with you're trusting him with those relationships as well and so that's really all I've got for you guys it's been a little I'm probably a little short I don't know I'm not looking at the time like I said I just got on here and was like I need to go ahead and create this content and so that's what I did and I hope that you guys are touched that you that you've been benefited from listening that um that you just you know that it's encouraged you in some way and I hope that you will stay with me as I create more content um for the podcast I hope to be much more consistent with you guys I know I've been like MIA but like I was telling you earlier I've had a lot going on and so I hope to be much more consistent I hope that you guys will rock with me Um, Whenever I do produce another episode, I hope you'll listen. I hope you'll share it. I hope you will be encouraged by it. Um, And I hope that it will just be a positive impact on your life. So that's all I've got. I hope to talk to you guys later in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Will you do me a favor? If this episode empowered you or blessed you in any way, will you share it with someone? Also, provide a rating on iTunes, and since I love feedback, feel free to leave a review. I would love to connect with each and every one of you, so you can find me on Instagram at Desiree Catrice, and I'm also on Facebook, Desiree Catrice. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you next week.